welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Haley. I'm Gina Marie. Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. We are here, TRL. TRL. Total request live. Total request live. I do need to clear something real fast. I have a crick in my neck. You do? Yeah. Well, I, did you sleep funny? I got. I slept funny, and so um, if it takes me a while to turn and look <laughs> at you, that's why. A few minutes when we were talking, I had to turn my whole body, but now I am sitting on an angle so that the um, recorder can pick me up. So. I'll move. I'll move my position so it's easier. Yeah, for you. I slept on it funny, and then I went to yoga, and it was so interesting to like. I, like on a twist, <laughs> on a twist, I was like going so slow into the twist, so <laughs> slow into the twist. Um, I felt my core a lot more. I'm though, sure you actually. did. So um, yeah, we're here. Oh, that's the worst. Doing I'm the sorry. best I'm we still, can. I'm still thinking about. I have a crick in my head. I hate neck. that. Haley has a little bit of a runny nose. I have a little bit of a runny nose. I didn't sleep well last night. Oh, this is interesting. I I still mostly sleep well. And as I've gotten older, oh my god, I, I sleep less. I know. My body keeps waking me up at 5. I don't know what's up. I woke up this morning at like 3.30 out of nowhere and was like, well, what am I doing? Did you Why feel awake? awake? Well, I had a moment. I was still pretty groggy and I did go back to sleep. Um, but I do. I just haven't. I used to be able to like, when I was out at 10, it was like I could sleep. I'd go to bed at 10 and I could sleep oh, till yeah. oh, straight. Yeah. Like I wouldn't wake up. I wouldn't do anything until... 8 a.m. the next day, and now I find myself tossing sometimes. Those really were the days. I mean, I remember, so I, when I was living in New York, I worked at a law firm from 12 to 5. I set an alarm every day for 10, 15 a.m. <laughs> I set an alarm for 10, 15 a.m. That's just amazing. And you're right, I would hit the bed. And I would sleep straight on through to that mm-hmm. alarm and woke me up. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. Man, it's another welcome to our 30s. I feel like getting older, man. Getting older, less sleep. Freaking I think it next. keeps going that way, though, too. Oh, yeah, I think so. Like, my grandparents, I don't know, they'd go to bed at, like, they'd stay up watching TV shows and go to bed at midnight and wake up at, like, 6. Yeah. Or some five, you know, five something, and they're like, "Well, we just don't need as much sleep anymore." Oh my and I was gosh, like, that's wow. so interesting. I know. I still need eight hours, but you're right. My body does wake me up more. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, hey. So here we are. Here we are. We're doing the best we can <laughs> at. Um, well, I mean, it's almost your birthday. It is almost my birthday. I keep forgetting. Oh my I God. keep forgetting it's happening, y'all. I'm going to be 31. So, yeah. 31 years old. It's next weekend. Um, I think I keep forgetting about it, too, because I'm going to a wedding. So, we're going to yeah. be on a wedding on my birthday. I'm a little bitter about that. <laughs> it's actually the second one. September 22nd is my birthday, y'all. And I think it's a great weekend to get married for people, apparently. One of my other good friends from high school people, got please, married on that day. Please stop. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. Here we are in September. And 
We're just going to keep rocking and rolling. We're going to keep rocking and rolling. And here sure. is our, let me give us our TRL. We have a TRL. We got a request we in. A Thank request. you, people. Thank you. Y'all, please keep sending them in. These are remarkable. We love them. These are remarkable. We need you, yes, you, mm-hmm. to send these in. Okay, this one is awesome. This is the question. It says, what was the hardest thing you ever had to let go of? And how are you different now because of it? Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Wow. So many things. <laughs> There's so many things. Wow. Okay. Do you have one that's <sighs> speaking to you right now? And you can share more than one. I just didn't know if there was one yes. that, was, that was really pressing. You know, what I would say... And this was like an internal battle. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I say that first because it was a guy that I dated right after college. So it was the summer after college. And I had to... Let me look and see what I had to let go of. Let me talk it through with y'all. It was... We had just graduated college, and I loved this. Me and five of my girlfriends, there were six of us living in a house, not far from campus. Mm -hmm. So it really was like we were still in college. Mm -hmm. Um, It was all the girls from my pledge class and from, you know, my year and all my best friends. And we still hung out with kids who were in college. Mm -hmm. And these, um, you know, it was wild. It was like one of my girlfriends was dating a guy that was still in school. He was a senior, and so we hung out with all of Mm -hmm. them all the time. And a boy that I started dating, and I use the term dating loosely here, people, mm-hmm. was um, he was also still in college. And so we'd hang out with them, and it was, I'll tell you, it was, we, we used to say that it's like when a tornado met a volcano, like it was just a mess most of the time. And... In that, it was really hard for me. You know, it was really emotional for me. And I had to, you know, it was one of those relationships where he kept leaving and then coming back. And he would leave and come back. And he would leave oh and come God, back. Oh, I had one of those too. Yeah. And so I, I let, I kept letting him come back. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point, I had to come to a point where I said, that enough. Yes. And I said that I have got to let go of this. Mm-hmm. I've got to let him go. I've got to let... And I say it's an internal thing because it was like... I had to let the whole... I had to like let my college go. Mm-hmm. It was like a, that was a turning point in my life where it was like, okay, Haley, let go of him. Let go of, you know, that I had to like... I loved college. I had the best time in college. And it was like I had to let go of that whole part of my life. And I explored that through him. Mm -hmm. Like, he was still my connection to that life that I loved so much and my community and my people. And in letting go of him, I started moving forward. Yeah. And that was scary for me because it was a time in my life where I didn't know what I was going to do. And I knew college. Like, I knew how to do college. I was great at college, actually. And Mm -hmm. I loved it. Great at school. Great at the parties. Great at, Mm -hmm. you know, being in my sorority and and, um, all of it. And so letting go of him was was hard. And it was hard because I was, like, emotionally attached to him and everything else that, like, he represented like my lifestyle then and um 
And I loved that. And, and I had to stand up for myself mm-hmm. and for my life and choose to let go of him. And he came back again and again a couple of times. And each time I'd be like, no, Haley, like that's mm-hmm. enough. And, um, and I remember feeling... I remember it, like, looking back now when I was, like, 31, like, it still has some emotional charge on me mm-hmm. and will show up sometimes. And that's why I, like, bring up this example because it's it, it's one of those things that still, like, sticks with me sometimes. Oh, yeah. And is um, definitely one of the hardest things I went to went through emotionally and just feeling worn out and run down and sad mm-hmm. and upset. And um, I spent a lot of time moving through that. Mm-hmm. And how it's made me better, I think, on the other side of it is, you know, continuing to stand up for myself mm-hmm. and continuing to acknowledge when things are not supporting me mm-hmm. and continuing to move forward. Because when I look back on it now, it's like that was 100% the correct choice to step away from that. Right. And to walk away from that. And um, to let go of him and to let go of my life and, like, mm-hmm. college and that way and, and send it off with, like, a lot of love mm-hmm. <laughs> and kisses and fond memories. And um, and from there, you know, was then when I – it was from that, when I stepped away from that, that I had the courage to stand up and say, I'm moving to Houston. Yeah. And then I moved here and I started creating my life here and, and, and found Gina Marie and found Big and found yoga and found mm-hmm. – you know, everything. So it's made me better in that way in, in um, continuing to trust, mm-hmm. you know, my intuition and what I know and continuing to move forward even when things are hard. Yeah. Or when I'm upset is is to keep waking up every day yes. and keep moving forward and knowing that, um, it's knowing that there's another day coming. Mm-hmm. And, um... And those days for me were hard. They were long. There was a lot of sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. A lot of tears. My like way to <laughs> my way to cope, y'all, is just crying. That's what I do. That's my like my reaction is I cry and I get upset. And so there's a lot of tears and it was a lot of um a lot of that and the, like I said, looking back, it's like, oh, you can move through that and come out stronger on the mm-hmm. other side. Mm-hmm. So letting go of that whole period of my life through letting go of him was huge for me yeah mm-hmm. and it got you to where you are now exactly wow yeah I have a relationship like that too um that was not necessarily the one I was thinking of but I have uh, I had a relationship like that in high school through college and it was one of those on again off again mm-hmm. relationships where I it was very unhealthy I did not meet my needs mm-hmm. and I just kept going back for it mm-hmm. because he was a tie to um, my hometown, mm-hmm. to my group of friends, mm-hmm. to my childhood. And um, as soon as I let that go, I became a totally different mm-hmm. human, like really and truly. And I mean, there's, of course, there's still parts of me that are, that were the same, but my outlook on life was different and my outlook on myself was mm-hmm. different. I knew what I what I needed and what I deserved. Yes. Um, so that I had one of the, I had one of those too. And um, the one I was thinking about. So I went to college for musical theater mm-hmm. and specifically for my voice. And I trained 
very hard and I was compared to the other females in my class very often. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that was really hard for me. And so I sort of would manipulate my voice and manipulate, um, my acting and my expression so that I was able to be like my peers. And, um, and even through all of that manipulation, it never really worked Mm -hmm. because it wasn't authentic Mm -hmm. and, um, it wasn't me. And so I went through a lot of years of being confused as to what my voice was, who I was in the sense of a performer Mm -hmm. and who I was in my life. And, um, and there were some really hard moments and some really low moments for me. And, um, almost to the sense of like feeling like, uh, me being in college for musical theater had to have been a mistake. Like Mm -hmm. how did they let me in? You know what I mean? Just this had to have been a mistake. And, um, so much so where I would, uh, once I got out of college, I stopped singing for a while and I stopped performing for a while. And, um, and so the lesson that I learned from that is that who I am and who my voice is, is, um, is worth it. Mm. And that it is unique to me and Mm. special to me. And therefore it touches people. And, um, and so that, that is, that's a life lesson that I just so grateful mm-hmm. for because now I can sing with confidence and belief in myself and um and know that I have a lot to give mm-hmm. in that way you do so that that was that was pretty special for me mm. and um it's it's opened my my whole life mm. so yeah I love I love thinking about these do you have any more I do. I oh, was just, I was a, just in. Keep a comment. In, I was just generously listening to Gina Marie share. Yes, you have such were, a beautiful you. gift and a so much to give with your voice. It's so funny thank to see you. you exercising that muscle. Uh, I was just thinking of another one that I had to. <laughs> this may seem a little dramatic, and I'm going to say it anyway. As like I had to let go of my childhood. Mm-hmm. When I was 15, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, I went to boarding school, and when I got there, you know, looking back, the things that have brought me, like, you know, the question, the, the hardest things you've gone through or had to mm-hmm. let go of, like, a lot of my suffering comes from relationships, right, like, relationships yeah. that didn't go well, right. <laughs> or relationships that I wanted to go well and didn't, um, and... Like, one of the hardest things I've done, and I actually, I may get emotional in saying this, because I usually do, when I think back on my um, 15-year-old self, it, like, my heart hurts for her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, boarding school was tough for me. I can't even imagine. Um, and I went when I was 15. And I remember my parents came with me, and they got me all set up in my dorm room, and I was there, and when they were there, I was like, okay, here I am, and then they left, Mm. and it was like, I was in a single room, 
and I didn't know anybody. Um, and I just remember a lot of poor little Haley. She was like, go to bed crying, wake up crying. Like, I just remember crying so much, <laughs> which is my way to cope. So here I am crying, dumb on me. Um, and I just felt for her. And it was like at a point where, and my parents were so supportive. They're like, Haley, right. do it for a I don't even remember if they said like a whole semester or a year. They were like, we want you to stay for a year. And if you're still miserable, we'll do something else. Mm -hmm. Like they even talked about like my parents had moved to Saudi Arabia and like they were willing to move back Mm -hmm. to Wisconsin if, if like I couldn't handle it. Like if I, like if I was that unhappy, they Mm -hmm. were going to leave and Mm -hmm. and actually like move countries again for me. Um, And I remember it got, it's a happy story in the end because I, um, I ended up loving boarding school. (laughs) I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And I loved every minute of it after the first, I mean, I would say it was a good month or so that I was just upset all the time. And, um, and it was just really hard for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's that way for everybody. I think it's that way for a lot of people. I've talked to different people or, like, parents now of children who went to boarding school. And, um, you know, going to boarding school wasn't... There was some level of choice I had in it. But I wasn't, like, the kid that was like, I want to go to boarding school. That was what we had to do. And so, at 15, I remember, like, being alone. Or it seemed like I was alone at boarding school. And... Being like, Haley, it's time for you to grow up. And I had to do it on my own. Yeah. And um, that was, like, before the land of, like, <laughs> cell phones and things. And, like, I had a landline in my room. And, um, <laughs> like, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have, this. like, I didn't have the connection to people that I think is available now. And, you know, after that first month, it was great but I did have to consciously make a choice to to um to let go of mm-hmm. being a kid and needing mm-hmm. needing you know my parents to make me dinner every night and tuck me in mm-hmm. and wake me up in the morning mm-hmm. and those are things that all of a sudden I had to do yeah I had to set my alarm I had to make sure I got to class on time I had to get myself where I was going make sure that I did my homework make sure that mm-hmm. I was you know like going to my sports teams and and the boarding school I went to was amazing and they had a lot of structure to support me and it was up to me yeah and um you know and I'd started flying back and forth between the United States and Saudi Arabia alone and that was like at 15 you know is what I started doing in 16 and um I had to let go of being like a little kid yeah and and kind of let go, like, needing my mom and dad. I still need them at 31. Oh, about to yeah. be. So. And, like, in that way, it was like yeah. I had to grow up mm-hmm. you know, quickly and be independent very quickly. And it was, it was hard for me. Oh, yeah. Now, how has it served me now? I am still high-functioning and independent and can take care of myself and know how to, you know, navigate really the world because of, you know, what what I needed to do in um, traveling back and forth by myself. And 
supporting myself and sustaining that. But that was, um, that was tough. Mm -hmm. That was tough for me. And Mm -hmm. and I I do believe I am better for it now. And it was, I had, I just had to let go, grow up and move forward. I can't imagine at 15 because my experience when I got to college was, um, was I had what you were talking about at, what, 18? Yeah. And I was a mess, too. I was going home every weekend. My parents lived two and a half hours away from my college, and I would go home literally every weekend. I would wait till Friday yeah. and then go home. Mm-hmm. And leaving them and driving back to college was, I mean, it felt like every mile felt like a dagger. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so yes. hard. And my freshman year of college was not pleasant. I did not enjoy it mm-hmm. at all. It got dramatically better. But freshman year was hard. Yeah. And um, and it also taught me how strong and independent I am. And um, that, I, that I will be and am okay by mm-hmm. myself. Um, I think a deeper lesson of that was when I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. When I moved to New York, I learned so much about myself and how strong I am and how independent I am and how self-sufficient I am. Mm. Um, And uh, that was like a real gift to me. It was a real gift because therefore um, I know that I will be okay Mm -hmm. no matter what because I can take care of me and I enjoy myself (laughs) I know like I enjoy being with me and so that (laughs) is that's like that's the coolest thing of all you know is 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 being okay with who I am and what I have to offer Mm -hmm. and like having a good time with myself um (laughs) because I do well and I think that's you know for this TRL episode like the the biggest takeaway that I'm even taking from it right now is that all of us have gone through really hard things and all of us come out the other side. Mm-hmm. And it may take more time with certain things, like yeah. letting go of certain things may take more time or healing may take more time. I saw a meme the other day too that was like, healing is not linear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh... I like healing is not linear. Moving forward or quote unquote getting over something or letting go of something isn't always linear. Yeah. And and what you're speaking to right now, Gina Marie, is so on point. It's that at the end of all of these things, I can look back and some of them I still get upset about clearly yeah. and like still have a charge on me. And though I knew I came out stronger the other side. Yes. And look at us now. Look at us now. Living fabulous lives. <laughs> Blessings from head to toe, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I mean, this is very, this is, I think this is actually very healing to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I would encourage all of our listeners to do it too, like to really think back on the moments of your life that have made a big impact Mm -hmm. in who you are. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Yes. I love it. I love it. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks for the request, y'all. Keep them send coming. Send more, send more. We love them. Okay. We love you guys. We love you. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.